You're listening to Bravo Should Be Fun with Liz, Alex, and Micah. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Bravo Should Be Fun with Liz, Alex, and Micah. I'm Micah, one of your hosts. We had a crazy week this week, especially with Salt Lake City and all the drama that went down there. Can't wait to get into that. Alex, how was your week, though? I like to hear about weeks first. My week was really good. You guys, I got a vintage Hanson t-shirt, and I'm super (laughs) stoked. That's amazing. I'm a little jealous. Where did you acquire this t-shirt? I got it off of Depop. I don't know if you guys have ever used that app. Depop. Oh my God, I'm obsessed. I get so much stuff off of there. All the Gen Z girlies use Depop, I think. I had to have a Hanson t-shirt. How have I gone this long in my life without a Hanson (laughs) t-shirt? I'm still obsessed with Taylor. Like, if he called me today, I'd be like, I just dump your wife. Come for me. Like, let's do this. I feel so bad for, like, boy groups because they always establish, like, who the ugly one is. Like, that was the older <laughs> one, Isaac. Sorry. Like, he was the ugly one. And it, that sucks. I was thinking that as soon as I saw the shirt. Poor mm-hmm. Isaac. I don't know any of their names. I love that you guys do. She does look hot now, though. Oh. Taylor really was, like, the, the standout hottie. I think like the little one Zach his name is Zach right yeah okay I don't know how my brain stores this information my brain just stores this information I have no control over it pertinent info to our childhood right right (laughs) he was too young looking like he looked like a little kid even though we were kind of little kids at the time when they you know were coming right but Taylor had that like mysteriousness about him of being a teen (laughs) I don't know he was so hot he's still hot I follow him it was all about teen, teen angst. angst with him. <laughs> he channeled it into the music. That's how Mbop came to be. My little sister was obsessed with Hanson. It wasn't really my thing. I was an NSYNC girly. Oh, I loved NSYNC too. Yeah. I loved the gay one, Lance Bass. <laughs> oh, yeah. I loved JC. He, he was so hot to me. Eh, he didn't do it for me. You know who I liked during those times? Rap. Rap artist. I was mm. never a boy band kind of gal. I just oh, who, who are we you. throwing out there? Let's hear it. I think it might be a little bit later than Hanson, but I always liked listening to Eminem. No, it was oh, mildly yeah. appropriate okay. for my age. Eminem was cool. Yeah, all of it. Whatever was like good on the radio, I was good with. Yeah, he was definitely the bad boy of pop culture at that time. Oh, for sure. Between his beef with Christina Aguilera and all that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was amazing. I just like I could never get into like I, I can't sit there and listen to an NSYNC album from start to finish. I would just kill myself. I couldn't now, but I could then, surprisingly. Oh, I'll do it now. On my <laughs> three-disc Iowa boombox. Do you remember those? Oh, my God. We need to bring those back. Not like Iowa. Like, the brand was A-I-W-A. Right, yeah. No, that was those are sick. I know. And you got if you had the five, you were even cooler. <laughs> the five-disc. I, I had a five-disc <gasps> changer. Damn. Oh, in the... Sneakers on the side. <laughs> I was so full of myself. And you had that dope American Girl doll. I'm very jealous of your childhood. Not gonna lie. I, I was trying to live a lot of big dreams in Michigan. You know, <laughs> <laughs> L- living big. You know, Eminem is from Michigan. Oh yeah, Detroit. He's actually from the area I'm from. And one of his houses before he moved to like the gated community was on a main road, and people used to drive past it. Oh man! So you weren't you weren't like from a mile, is what you're saying? <laughs> I was I was from a few miles north of that. <laughs> <laughs> Two mile. Two mile. <laughs> 
No, actually, speaking of rappers, there was a house that was being built in this area called Frontenac that Nelly was building for the longest time. And I don't no think way! it was ever finished. I don't think it was ever finished. It was like on the way to school, like on the way to high school and would pass by it pretty much every day. And we're just like, oh, yeah, there's Nelly's house, but it's not finished. It was just like this humongous mansion that I don't think he ever finished. It was so weird. That's oh outstanding. God. Him and Ashanti are back together now. I know I is, saw that. Is this a fever dream or are we back to like 2001? Y'all, yeah. like, I don't understand what the hell's going on. Did Nelly not just perform and Enrique Iglesias for yeah. New Year's Eve? That happened, right? I didn't dream that. I literally said that to my mom. I was like, did we peak 15 years ago and now this is all coming back? Like every song Absolutely. was from like 15 years ago. And same with Ben and Jennifer, J-Lo, Ben and J-Lo. Like that was right. the same time. You could not get me to come back to an ex 20 years later. No. <laughs> I took the trash out. It's staying. It's at the dump. It's decomposing. Leave it there. <laughs> Should we get into Salt Lake City? This bombshell of a Salt Lake City finale. Let's do it. Out of control. I don't even know. Where do we even begin? Yeah, like, how do we start? <laughs> There's so much that's happened since. I mean, just in terms of online activity and Monica going live on Instagram and Tanisha going live on Instagram. Tanisha. I guess we'll just start at the beginning. I mean, the cinematography and the storms that were brewing during this episode, it was just like perfection. I don't know if they paid someone to control the weather systems that day in Bermuda, but it worked in their favor. I was looking for the rain, etc. There was no thunderstorm. That was added in after the fact. It was just windy. No way. <laughs> I oh, think wait, so. so. Just, I mean, right? It was just windy. Oh, interesting. I think okay. so. I think it was They're just They're going windy. for like Emmy nominations with this editing. I like your I tinfoil know. hat conspiracy about there was added in <laughs> thunder at the end. There was never a thunderstorm. <laughs> It was windy, though. I mean, I guess you could get wind machines. Either way, production gets an A+. Maybe it was just big fans, like Mariah Carey. They just had big fans on set. That's possible. I mean, that would, I, I don't know. When they were, okay, so let's start from the top. So they're they're doing a lot of back and forth editing where they're jumping to dramatic scenes and then you know, showing the peak of those scenes and then saying four hours earlier. So they're doing this back and forth type of jump editing, which is compelling. I mean, it definitely worked for this type of episode. I think we start out and they're still at the house, but they're going to the, it's the last day and they're going to do little mopeds. What were those? Um, yeah. Not mopeds. Yeah. I guess mopeds. Vespas type thingies. I was impressed they could all drive those. Well, okay. Also, I didn't realize that Meredith Marks doesn't drive at all. I didn't know that. She doesn't? Apparently not. She doesn't remember the last time she drove. How do you not drive a car? Especially in Salt Lake City. Like, that's not a... That's not walkable. Not a lot of public transportation there besides buses, I would think. But I'm not that good. Her pants it's so dirty. No, no. I, she's not taking the bus, y'all. She has Obviously a not. To. I want to see it now. So she just has drivers or Brooks drives her. Brooks is her driver. Yeah. <laughs> it could be Jack Barlow again. Yeah. Also the yeah, he's got a lot of side Jack gigs. Jack trades. Speaking of, have we? do we know how he's doing? How is little Jack? I feel bad for him. Isn't he, like, messed up? Wasn't he sick recently, too? Yeah, very. Lisa posted something about that and when she was responding to some of our instagram stories like saying how amazing this season was i said back to her we love you lisa barlow i said back to her best wishes to jack or i think 
hope he feels better or something. And she was like, sent back prayer hands. So I don't know whatever happened with that. But I got direct prayer yeah. hands from Lisa Barlow. <laughs> she blessed us. That's almost like being sung to. <laughs> I know. Our Lord Lisa blessed us. <laughs> yeah. So they go in these perfume. I forgot where the other girls went, but Monica, Heather, and oh, Angie yeah. are in this perfume shop. I didn't notice this until after the fact. I didn't notice it in the episode, but apparently Heather was, I, Heather knew at this point. And I think we'll talk more about this, about when Heather knew. Oh my God. So I think Heather knew at this point that Monica was reality von Tease. Is it Tease or Tease? T- it's like Tease, but it's like T. But it's supposed to be a play on the burlesque dancer Dita von Tease. That's what I thought, because she's the picture. Is her like profile picture, I guess, which she's now in trouble for. Oh, really? No way. Yeah, Deed is not happy. Oh, my God. I'm sure that the fact that she gets dragged into this with her name. Also, she dated Marilyn Manson back in the day. I don't know if anyone remembers that. I remember that. That was fucking (laughs) weird. I have no idea who this person is. I'm not going to lie. Oh, she's a burlesque dancer. You'd probably recognize her if you saw her face. She's gorgeous. If you saw her, you'd be like, oh, I know her. Okay, so Heather knew at the perfumery. Is that why she didn't bring any money? Well, I think so. There was also a shot of her recording with her phone, Monica checking out at the register oh shit yeah these bitches are sly although monica has gone online saying that heather has not paid her back for that well i mean apparently monica owes her money already from beauty lab and laser so i don't think she's getting that money back that's how i would see it yeah exactly she's just collecting but literally everybody knows that right like monica owes heather money at yeah exactly i'm not surprised at all that she hasn't paid heather back they just all are showing them getting ready to go to dinner. It's the Bermuda Triangle dinner. The way they show it is that they're all going, they're walking down to dinner, but we don't know, which they show after. So Heather will go into her diatribe playing the stupid game of which doll is at their place setting and corresponds to one of the women. So Heather goes, basically, she has Meredith. She's like, I know everything about Meredith. There isn't anything secretive I know. I don't know about you. And then, because, like, but this is so dumb. Like, why did we need this game? I mean, let's just get to it. She was looking for her moment. Yeah. It, she was so, uh, like, soap actressy in this episode. It was a little annoying to me. It was kind of over the top when she made her little speech, but. How many times do you guys think she rehearsed that in her room? I know. To me, she looked like she was trying not to, to laugh, to be honest. Really? I mean, I'm sure she was pissed, but also at that point, I mean. Yeah, I'm sure she definitely had like a notes phone app going with things she wanted to say, bullet points. (laughs) Like typing up her speech. (laughs) Yeah. So then we flashback. So Heather's like, we we don't know anything about Monica. You're an unsolved mystery to us. And she was saying, but I did get some information today, which I think that's a lie, that she got the confirmed information that day. And what makes you think that? I guess I missed a point where before they start getting ready for dinner, they show the freak out that we got at the beginning of the episode or the beginning right. of the season. Sorry. Where Heather's freaking out. You know, she production's trying to get into her room. She's on the phone saying, I can't believe she would do this to us, blah, blah, blah. So that is they're trying to set up as Heather receiving a confirmation of information that Monica was reality von Tease. And seemingly from Tanisha or if she had some kind of private investigators calling her and confirming it possibly so 
then they go back. So back at the dinner, Heather's saying that information was confirmed. I think that the if that is if we're just to believe at face value that is exactly how it happened, then Heather had her suspicions while they were in the. I mean, she. I think she's had the suspicions for a while at this point because right. That's how it was told to us that a lot of these things weren't adding up, and then they show like flashbacks to Monica. I mean, literally saying all. I'd do that. Yeah, exactly. I, I would yeah. do it. I would do it. Exactly. Girl, come on. <laughs> so, and I feel like Heather had been kind of fishing around for information for a while. I'm not sure when Tanisha confessed, because there is that element in there that she was looking for. And I'm just unclear on, the, like, is Heather still friends with Tanisha? That's what I need to know. I'm pretty sure. I think she did her glam for the reunion. I thought so too. Get the fuck out. Yeah. So You're it's kind of wild because. This woman with your hair and your secrets now? Well, no. Tanisha mm-hmm. basically, I believe, was at least one of the founders of the account. So it's wild that she still has her in her life. She's Heather paying does. her. Right. Like, I would not keep this person on payroll. So I feel like the most. So they're at the dinner. Heather's calling Monica out. Monica denies it at first, but is kind of quiet and seeing how much she can see what they know. Because she definitely definitely. denied it at first, but then slowly rolled out. But then they flash back to when Heather told all of the women on the beach. That was the most dramatic part, I think. Just with the wind. It was like a Renaissance painting. It did. Oh my god, you're right. (laughs) Like a Caravaggio. It was like a Caravaggio with all the dramatic shadows. It it needs to be in a museum. It does. Hang it up in the Louvre. I sent you that picture of Meredith Marks as like a Calvin Klein model. Yes, I loved it. (laughs) That was hilarious. I was disappointed they didn't have Meredith tell Monica to leave to be honest oh my god (laughs) yeah also I thought it was funny that Monica so back then they go back to the dinner I mean all the the reactions were so over the top at the beach when Heather told the women and that was sort of it wasn't it was at night I believe so like maybe right before the dinner I think or was it day day but I'm not sure so but then back at the dinner it's at night and they're all reacting to this. I mean, they're showing us clues. They're showing us pop-ups of things that she has said, which basically, I mean, this account started as a Jen Shaw, takedown Jen Shaw account. Expose. Right. So it's not totally clear why the women are, I don't feel like there are major things that have been exposed or talked shit about with the other women, the other four. From what I've heard is Monica scrubbed the account. Oh, really? I think she scrubbed the account of the other ladies. Do you think it was scrubbed before she knew that production knew? No. I think she was doing damage control, more or less, after the fallout with the ladies, but before it aired, obviously. Yeah, because it isn't active right now, I don't think. Like, I don't think it's had any... It's like an abandoned account, I believe. And it's all about Jen Shaw pretty much on there. That's, I need to see what they archived. I need to know. I want to see the back end of this account. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely more. I mean, it sh- the on the show, they showed like pop-up pictures of different things yeah. she said about all of them. It wasn't just Jen, but I think after the fallout, she just wants it to be like, oh, I was like, just for Jen Shaw and blah, 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 blah. You yeah, know, it that's also- not it was like showing quotes. It was, they were quoting, like, obviously it was the video of Jen Shaw abusing her designer. It was also like quotes from Jen Shaw against Heather. Mm-hmm. 
and maybe that was it yeah i don't know right and also some rumor that mary started of like whitney being a swinger that was the worst that i saw from the pop-ups oh yeah the rumors and nastiness (laughs) it just doesn't seem the other women were as victimized by this account to to have such a dramatic reaction a visceral reaction yeah exactly it didn't seem as serious as they were making it right so that's like makes me think were they overacting or were is there more information that this account had that they knew about like was this a major account in their lives that they were thinking about that they were being victimized by and i just don't know i have questions one thing was aired so okay jen gave heather the black eye also, back in 2021, Jen sent a cease and desist to all the members of Reality Vontees. Yeah. So Jen knew. Why didn't she say anything? Yeah. Why didn't she exactly. say anything when the show started airing? She had plenty of opportunities, and I'm just very curious as to why I know this didn't come out before if Jen sent the cease and desist two years ago. Right, right. Yeah, I saw that after the fact. These hoes check on each other all the goddamn time with the SEC filings and everything. Yeah. I know that they knew about this at this point. And there's no way Jen didn't tell Heather if they were that close during that I know. time. That's what's so confusing to me. There's something not making sense here, and I'm going to need them to explore that in the in the reunion. I yeah. feel like we don't always get these answers explained to us. I know. I just want to know when all the other women actually found out and when mm-hmm. Heather found out. I mean, suspicions are one thing. Having it confirmed, you know, is another. But uh, yeah, the season desist, that is a smoking gun in my mind of Heather possibly knowing because of being still so close to Jen when she went to jail like up until she went to jail so well, now heather is a, a proven liar she just said right. i lied for jen who yeah. is a fucking yeah. felon she's lied for jen the whole time i mean she kept this secret and i don't really know why so this was at the end of the episode where heather admits to that it was jen that gave her the black eye and she doesn't really go into why did you guys see where Jen is like posting on Instagram from prison or? I think that's her. Yeah, I think that's her assistant. Loving her <laughs> tweeting from this. <laughs> Girl, go back to your cell. What they need at the reunion is to have Jen shot like on a Zoom call in like to explain when she knew about Monica. Because really, I mean, this would become insane TV if Jen Shaw came back and Monica was also also came back. Because... I mean, there are other creepy things that Monica did, too. Like, that whole, like, being outside of Jen Shaw's house and showing that, sending a text about her in the window. I don't get that. Like, what was she trying to do? Yeah, Tanisha posted those, right? They were completely unhinged. How dumb are you these days to (laughs) not only... Okay, I get it. You don't want to put things in text. Bitch, you are verbally sending all of these (laughs) voice memos that can be saved and used against you. Maybe she, like, misunderstood Dorinda when she said, write it, regret it, say it, forget it. <laughs> In the case of voice memos, yeah, not true. I know. I mean, at least with, I mean, I guess you can doctor both a text message and an audio. I mean, audio, I think, is harder to doctor because you can't rearrange words that much, you know? So, and it's just been, like, one thing after another. Like, Monica's lie, I was watching 
um, her Instagram live and it got cut off at one point, which was strange because we were like, oh my God, is Bravo like, are the producers calling her and telling her to shut up? Because she wasn't Probably. saying anything. Like she was with Dana from last season. I think she could return to the show because apparently she has Mary on her side and Dana, who has been on the show, so she could possibly have, you know, friends people that will talk to her still on the show. You know, I think it just comes down to ratings. I don't know. Mm. I want her back. Or are the producer, I want to know when production knew. That's the biggest thing I want to know. Well, and I want to know their thought process too. Like what made them get rid of Aviva Drescher, you know, versus keeping Jen Shaw? You know what I mean? Like if you're just going to be a villain and people hate you, that's, that's not always the case for them getting rid of someone. Look how long Rena stuck around. You That's know? funny you bring up Aviva Dresser because I'm watching, I'm rewatching Roni right now and I'm on the seasons with Aviva. And she did, she started to get, it's wild, like her arc of the season. Like she starts out really nicey, nicey. And then like with her dad at the very end of the season. It, God, it, her dad is a fucking oh, so monster. So disgusting. And he's in like every episode. Like we keep getting pushed like what's his name i don't know stan dresher <laughs> keeps getting pushed on us <laughs> stan is his name stan gross no, no. i forgot what it is oh but... fuck boy dresher yeah and trying to like ugh it, it was i felt violated just watching him talk to the women yes me too it was wild watching them basically get me tooed so i recently watched some of the christmas yep. episodes these women i mean they're filming with him and this man is basically sexually harassing them they were getting me tooed on camera on reality tv it's crazy that shit would not slide today but yeah anyway bethany don't come calling because <laughs> the ladies are fine leave yeah. the new yorkers alone i'm just like, where do we go from here? Because I want to know if production is pissed at Monica or if they willingly knew at a certain point that she was coming on. Because there are these these videos of Monica and her mom talking about, like, you know, Monica's mom saying, you go in there and you play nice with her or with them. Yeah. After, yeah, Greek Easter. Yeah, I think exactly. that was filmed, right? Yeah. Her mom was like, this is your job. You're Get used actress. to it. What? I'm just left with, like, I mean, we have to obviously take everything that Monica says with a grain of salt now. I mean, she says that she's been upfront, you know, about everything that's gone on in her life. I still... I don't think so. I think that was all a deflection from people finding out what she's been up to, her little hobby. She's just trying to appease us by saying, oh, I gave you all this info, when really I'm sure there's much more that was not mentioned. I know. I think it's the tip of the iceberg with all of her double dealings. Who called someone a double dealer? <laughs> someone. I uh, can't remember. I know. Anything more on Salt Lake City? But, I mean, we're going to be covering this for the next month with the reunion, so. Uh, yeah, all I can say is I cannot wait for this reunion. Yeah. It's going to be a good one. My only opinion right now is that Heather needs a new stylist. Not even just a hairstylist, but, like, she's constantly looking like mother of the groom, and I cannot handle this anymore. <laughs> At least she wasn't wearing a bolero. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> That's what made, that would be grandmother of the groom. <laughs> I didn't hate that yellow dress, you know, the finale dress. There was a dress that I told you guys I really loved. Yeah, she does lean into not such flattering. Sh I mean, she does have big shoulders, and I feel like she needs to dress so that attention is being taken away from that. But otherwise, yeah. I loved Lisa's little pinata dress on the beach I loved. I it was probably Love, both day or that something. Was so cute. Oh yeah. yeah. My only opinion is like 
I, I mean, I my only opinion. Give me a break. Okay, one of my many opinions is that I actually felt very bad for Meredith because everyone lost their shit on her, and for once, it wasn't her. But I'm still confused no. because Monica didn't. She never admitted fully to doing sending the DMs about Angie. So I don't know if she's totally exonerated yet. You think that she did it? I don't think Meredith had anything to do. I with think that. now. I think now that she did but she didn't admit to it and you would think like why not just admit to everything now that you're being exposed i mean i feel like that was an afterthought after finding out what she was up to yeah absolutely but yeah meredith being exonerated because i love meredith she's all camp and hilarious she is her and her feathers and her blazers (laughs) remember her weird crystal eye mask or face mask yeah i love oh my god i forgot about didn't didn't brooks pick that out too probably brooks is a ford model Fordham? Supposedly. Incredible. Good for him. (laughs) I want to know if the other women messaged that account with dirt, though. Well, yeah. Funny that they showed Angie reacting to. Angie was responding. (laughs) I know. I mean, that's not a smoking gun that Angie was involved in any way. And Monica was trying to play it that way. Where Angie was about to throw the bouquet of flowers at her. Oh, that was so funny. Were you going to throw the flowers at me? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Angie wanted her moment in the sun. She didn't have her sunglasses on. She couldn't have the moment. You're right. She couldn't have seen anything if she had her sunglasses on. This lives rent-free in my head all the time, but, like, I always think about them speculating that Angie's in the Greek mafia and the clip that they show is her with the money gun, money flying (laughs) at the kids. I know know we've talked about it, but it's still amazing. I love that. I want that to be true, that she's in the group mafia. It would make her a lot more interesting. Right? No one can convince me otherwise. This is just, that's the narrative in my head about her. (laughs) So yeah, we'll definitely be talking way more about Salt Lake City, obviously, for the next month as the reunion airs. So, but let's go to Beverly Hills now. What do you guys think? I want Denise Richards back full time. Oh, really? See, I don't. I want more of her shit. I don't know what it is. I just love having her around. She can't come up with. She's making Erica look good. Her, her brain power or like her brain is not working on the same, you know, cylinders. She was married to Charlie Sheen. It was never going at full cylinders. I mean, so to set up the scene for Beverly Hills, it's a. We continue on with the Erica and Denise standoff from the week before or two weeks before. Okay. I will say that Erica does not need to bring the kids into it. Denise stands on her own. Like, well, Denise keeps bringing the kids into it. And Erica did apologize for this years ago. Like they've moved past this. So what the hell is Denise doing? On the grudge. <laughs> I think she was so drunk and brought it up and now kind of needs to follow through with it so she doesn't look like a silly drunk bitch but honestly like there were so many other fights that season of beverly hills where denise was on and i like why would she focus on that scene wait do you mean bring the children into it because of sammy's only fans because sammy's very much an adult now i mean still doesn't i just I, I don't think children should be brought into it regardless of if they're 30 or Agreed. I'd be pissed if my like someone's fighting with my mom and they bring me into it. Don't bring me into this. <laughs> but that was such like an epic insult. Not that it's okay, but like the on. children didn't sign up for the show. I just think that the children were brought into it because of Denise still being mad about them talking about threesomes at that barbecue. So Erica turned that into, oh, you think you're 
daughter who's on OnlyFans doesn't know about threesomes. Who was underage at the time all of this was said. Yeah. Well, okay, but also they moved past it. Like, er it's like Erica said, like, what did you expect from Erica? She's an asshole. Like, there's no way she's not going to come guns blazing with, like, some petty shit when they moved on. Denise wanted to come back when Erica was really at, like, right when the Tom information came out. I think she wanted mm. to come back then to get her while she's at a low point. Because she wouldn't have, I don't know, maybe Erica, Erica was still, like, you know, a viper during those times when she was defending herself from everything. So she might have gotten low at any point. I have been liking Erica, though. I hate to even say it, but I do like her. I agree. I agree. But also, like, you saw that Tom was deemed fit i'm so excited trial, i just can't hide it i cannot <laughs> wait <laughs> i just can't wait to hear about all of that trial do y'all think he's gonna show up with like a black eye again and some shit he's gonna be pulling everything walking in with a cane yeah like harvey weinstein he's gonna have a fucking diaper on i bet you any money he's gonna be like sonia on, on the jitney I mean, is he going to trial or is he just getting sued and owes money? That's what I don't know. I thought it was like a trial. It's like a federal trial, right? That would make sense to me. I think civil suits kind of happen when like the federal trial or whatever, like the yeah. criminal charges or whatever. If that doesn't pan out, yeah, then exactly. maybe civil suits start. I don't know. I believe so I mean maybe I, they coincide. But. That's kind of related to like the news this week of Missouri resident Gypsy Rose getting released and how she who is related to Stassi Schroeder. They're, they're both from Louisiana. <laughs> I think like distant cousins maybe. I think civil suits start after the uh statute of limitations has passed when you can sue someone. I believe. Not a lawyer, obviously. <laughs> We need our in-house counsel. <laughs> yeah, call call in-house counsel, Ross. Ross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we're good on this Erica and Denise standoff happens. It ends. Erica is the victor. She just, Denise just can't come back with anything. She has no brain. You're so mean. Right. <laughs> you think that's going to go up again? This is like David and Goliath. So it, all Denise comes back is about the $20 million. Where'd that go? Or, you know, it all it all basically ends. And then Kyle after. So I think Denise left at this point, right? Because Garcelle left and Denise left together. And then Kyle is this meme where it's like no one say no one and it's blank. And then Kyle Richards. I can't believe you guys think that my new ring <laughs> means Mauricio cheated on me. Like, no one was saying that. She turns it all back around on her. Uh-huh. One question at one dinner. And here we go again. Yeah. Address Morgan. I don't care about Mauricio. I want to know more about Morgan. I think we're, I mean, she's admitting that she would be in a relationship with a woman next episode. So. Yeah, that's what it seemed like in the preview. Yep. If they fucked with us with editing, I'm going to be so mad. I know. I I mean, she says it, so you can't really get around saying it. You know, unless it was like, oh, I would be in a relationship with a woman. Not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, production screwed with me. I'm going to be so mad. Psych, yeah. I know. They do that. They really do mess with those previews sometimes. Absolutely. Well, before we get to Dorit and Garcelle... I just want to say that I want to date the man that Sutton went out with. Oh, that was so cute. 
he, he seemed adorable. amazing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he mentioned his mother once. No, no mothers at all in the picture. Or called her mother. <laughs> Do not call a, a mom mother. I mean, just mother. showing the two clips of both of them, like both of the dates, it was so nine day. I mean, crazy. Right. So I think the Dorit and Garcelle scene is, I don't think we need to touch about it that much um i just think that both women are right to stand in their own opinions about it and i do wish that garcelle could have i i don't know i mean dorit garcelle does not need to educate dorit dorit needs to educate herself and i don't think she's gonna do that agreed and Dorit always tends to go defensive when she could have handled it, I think, a little bit better. Exactly. I mean, yep. Garcelle is simply trying to tell her what she finds acceptable and what she doesn't. And it's like, it's not like a, but this is how I feel. This is what I think. It's like a period. There's no comma, but it's period. Yeah. And, and I wish that she understood that. And just because the other women have used the word attack so many other times like they showed doesn't mean it's okay to use it in this context yeah anything else on beverly hill compared to salt lake it was kind of like what am i even watching right exactly. now exactly <laughs> i know and being like right after it the next night it was like oh my god this is so boring <laughs> i did like miami though adriana is one messy bitch that's all i can say i love a good fight i live for Me this too. shit i like the five walkouts i love the sc- the full screen with everybody's box popping up and all talking over each other yeah it was great yeah so i love Miami's- the storm outs. i love the storm ins <laughs> come back fight i love it all so Miami and the Mother's Day brunch where they're trying to bring in Anna. I cannot say her last name. Old Anna. <laughs> Couldn't get a divorce, Anna. Wasn't she like stuck with that dude for a while, right? I didn't watch the early seasons of Miami, so I am not positive. I know. I need to go back. Those are fantastic. They were ridiculous. <laughs> Larsa looks black. like a completely Ugh. different person. Adriana was shady back then too, but I still like her. I can't quit her. I don't know why, but it's hard for me to wrap my mind around Lisa being on every season. She seems more like a newer character. You, you gotta no, go, go back watch, watch it. This was so good. I mean, Leah Black was friends with Joe Francis from Girls Gone Wild. Oh, very, oh my God. Very on par for early 2010s. I'll rewatch it after I do my Roni, finish my Roni rewatch. And I'm making progress, so. But yeah, just bringing Anna in, this was such a flop because Anna came in trying to suck up to Lisa and like not standing her ground. Like if you're going to come in, stand your ground. I wanted Lisa to call her out and be like, oh, so Anna, you're saying that you support me? But what about when you said that, you know, you don't bring the, the cocktail waitress and marry her? Come on. That was I shitty her too. And especially she put up with Lenny for all those years. Don't disrespect Lisa like that. Is she just bitter, like jealous, you think? Because, you know, she landed the plastic surgeon. However, Anna wound up divorced. I don't have know nothing of her current life. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I just don't get why Anna came in with such a whimper. Like, come in, say it with your chest. Did she, There was no call out about, like, the apartment stuff, right? There was nothing? No. Which was kind of bullshit because that, that wasn't, the, wasn't that the reason she was there? Yeah, that's why Adriana brought her. Missed opportunity, Anna. Marisol thinks that 
Alexia left with her, stood up for her simply because of what they said, what Anna and her daughter were talking about with Marisol, calling her like a corpse or whatever. I thought that was adorable. Like, you think she's marching out for that? No, she doesn't want to get called on her husband having no money. Thank you. That's exactly what that was about. Silly Marisol. <laughs> I love how they went and got bombed at like a yacht club or something and then came back. Yeah. A lot of people online, meaning Reddit, were pissed that they were showing that Marisol and Alexia were basically drinking and driving. And driving. That's, yeah. Okay, so I wanted to ask you guys about that because I was like, wait a second. I see her trying to get into the car and then they call, she drives the car back. And I was like, um, shouldn't production like, yeah, a driver. All of Beverly Hills, they get dropped off by drivers. Yeah, edit out the part where you say, like, we had a few cocktails and then decided to come back. Like, take it out. Come on. Or say that we walked. <laughs> right. Bring in those little bird scooters. Have their asses on some city bikes. <laughs> or, like, isn't Miami full of Vespas and little scooters? Well, that's not great either, but, like, or they should just get an Uber. It's not, like, it's hard. Uh, oh, my God. I, like, died crying when she was talking, when Gertie was talking to her parents on the phone right before the surgery. Oh, God. I can't handle that. And I do it- love that Gertie knows French, though. Oh, yeah. Well, she's from Haiti, right? So that's their primary language i had a haitian french teacher in high school very cool i didn't know that i didn't know that's awesome um, she was kind of mean to students <laughs> your teacher should talk to dorinda though about people in haiti and their educations she's oh still my god. under <laughs> that, was, that was dorinda's worst moment that of was all time. not a good moment at all i was shocked that she still went to haiti <laughs> I'm shocked they let her ass on the plane. I would be like, you can fly commercial. I mean, that was one of Bethany's best times when she was doing all the, I She still does that be strong stuff, I believe, like the rescue and relief. But her calling out Dorinda as a drunk, which is so accurate. Dorinda is a drunk. She might not, like, you know, be ruining her relationships. I mean, that's up for debate. But she is a drunk. She might not be financially ruining her life the way a lot of drunks do, but Dorinda really is a drunk. She's verbally ruining a lot of relationships. Yeah, right. Yet somehow, not really. Like, people always come back around. Just shows you how likable she can be. I know, exactly. I think because she does have that, like, motherly nature about her. That she is, like, a caretaker. She's turning. I love that line from Luann. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Roni Legacy, um, just a note for our listeners, we'll be doing, we'll be covering Roni Legacy, the episodes three through six we'll be covering next week. So please check back for that because we love Roni Legacy. Do we want to get into Southern Charm finale party? Yeah, there are some fun moments from that. How about Taylor thinking that Shep still wants her? We just dive into the party. Did anything of note happen before the party? I mean, everybody looked cute. I really liked the the outfits. Not the theme so much, but the outfits were great. I love the theme. Oh my god, Valley of the Dolls, I die. I need to have that theme. I've never I've seen never it. seen it. I haven't either. I just know that I love it. Um I did dress as um Sharon Tate for Halloween one year. Ooh, nice. Yeah, she's the actress that was killed by the Manson party. I think I need to reenact that. I, I need to repeat that outfit next Halloween. I I hated Taylor, but I loved her outfit. Like, I thought she looked so cute with that bow in her hair. Me too. I didn't like her hair. I feel like you either go 
big or you go up and then the part mm-hmm. on top goes big but you can't do big and up and then big too i don't know was that a, that, hers, was that the style it was cindy lou it was serving cindy hers was, lou hers was going a little cheerleader like i think madison did her hair really well i think it had a ton of volume yeah olivia looks cute too Okay, I have a picture of Madison. Oh, I loved her outfit. Loved every single thing about it. Yeah, it was cute. Taylor's hair, okay, yeah, that's the difference. Taylor's hair was a little too flat. Flat? Where is it flat? You mean on like this side? It's not as voluminous as Madison's. Yeah, it's a little disproportionate. And I think that was the style then. Big hair. Big, like, Madison just has a ton of hair. Yeah, she does. Ton of extensions, probably. But yeah, that I love that. I mean, I don't even remember what a lot of the guys looked like. I mean, Shep was funny when he said, I'm Dieter from Dusseldorf. That made me laugh. <laughs> and my little pint-sized prince looked like he was in Starsky and Hutch. And I was here for it. And JT telling Taylor that he loves her. Oh, my God. Kill me. Normally, I like JT, but I cringe so hard throughout the whole thing. Like, you don't lead with, I love you. Maybe you flirt and then act like you don't care or something. With a chick like Taylor, that's how you have to play the game. Yes. I need to find out how tall he is. Hang I want to know his net worth. Yo, he's 5'8"? That's not terrible. That's, that's not, not terrible. They're making it sound like he's five foot nothing living under a bridge. Well, it's because the rest of Shep, Taylor, Shep, Austin, and Craig are all like 6'3 and 6'4. That's why he looks oh, so short. okay. I felt bad for him on the bar stool. JT is just a little under average for I would date him at 5'8. I, I reconsider and I would date him. I love to be eye level with my men. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about like Taylor thinking maybe Shep was into her? I don't know what she was doing with that. Like she hasn't even... It, I mean, we haven't shown her process that the relationship with Shep was horrific. She was treated terribly. She was cheated on. But she's, it's like, I can't tell with her if this is just a ploy for the show to be making drama or she actually wants to get back with him. It's like a confounding personality to deal with here. Well, she's delusional. Okay, she wants to get back together with Shep of all people. And and the thing is, you don't have sleepovers with his best friend if you want to get back together with your ex. Or throw that you could date him in there when he was when they were talking and she's like, "Well, I could date Austin." What the hell? I just shook my head. I was like, her justification in her confessional was that she's a hopeless romantic. Like, come on. <laughs> Cuz there's not more men in Charleston to go hang out with than that cast. How, what hopeless romantic doesn't threaten to date your best friend if the man you want currently does not want you? It's like psycho romantic. <laughs> I know this is going to sound like an asshole, but I kind of loved her getting rejected because she thinks she's oh, so yeah. hot that I was just living for him being like, you you want to get back together? <laughs> well, also, yeah, when, like, and Sheb's whole thing was, let's just be friends. I loved it. <laughs> he could have also gone down the villainous route and just you know get his dick wet which i a saying that i hate like he could have done that but he was honest and was like no 
we're not getting back together. I never thought I'd say it, but what what growth from Shap? Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it was showing a little bit of growth. And it was just... It's like you can tell he actually cares about her and wants the best for her and for once isn't going to, like, do the bad Shep thing and just not care because he knows that she's a little too invested in him. They're just not mentally on the same playing field i mean multiple ways that they're not on the same playing field and i think he feels sorry for her that she's actively spiraling still right if he's a selfish lover why would she want to be with him that's what i i just keep going back to like you can't even she can't say that she loves herself if she's willing to put up with his abuse and going back to it going back for it he verbally abused her look look at danielle from winter house going after the guy who rejects her and just wants to be friends i mean it's like two peas in a pot almost except for taylor i don't think cares about people's feelings as much i think she just wants the guy i don't know i don't think she's like her self-esteem or anything is like hinged on shep and her being together but she's the type to go for a guy who keeps rejecting her she refuses to take the hint i mean this makes me from the psychology aspect of it this makes me wonder about does Taylor have daddy issues and like does she have a terrible relationship with her dad didn't they show her parents at the lake house and they were like perfectly lovely yeah I mean we only saw a little snippet of it not that I want to go accusing her of of the dad being an asshole but I'm just wondering you know people act differently when they're not on camera it just makes me wonder what why is she acting this way I want to get through of that because Olivia, on the other hand, is not putting up with this shit at all. I think we've seen, you know, a good chunk of Olivia and her parents, and they also seem perfectly lovely. But Olivia has the balls to stand up to Austin in this other conversation and say, no, you're not going to, I don't need to apologize to you, and I can't believe you would think that I would. Yeah, h- how about Austin thinking he's owed an apology? That was the most comical thing. Even his sister was laughing at him when she w- when he brought it up earlier. Like she's like, "Oh, I wasn't expecting that." You think she she's grieving and you think she's going to give you an apology for being a fuckboy? Just insane. Him and Taylor would actually be a great couple. I know. I honestly I th- I agree. <laughs> Do you guys think that Olivia feels more able to tell off Austin because she can have a check on her own where Shep brought Taylor into the fold so she kind of has to like I feel like Taylor did feel like she had to placate Shep to remain on the show so there's a power dynamic there I think she's trying to get next season and I don't know if they'll bring her back oh Taylor oh I feel like they'll bring her back unfortunately I don't want her on my screen anymore but that's what everyone says but yes you do look how much shit she's stirring up for us to I talk guess. about yeah no but we you're right know about it without JT I am like the biggest JT stan right now like it's ridiculous <laughs> except for him trying to fight Austin when he's like on top of the bar stool so that they're finally like eye level oh my god I loved it it was like a little scrappy do moment like come on come on come at me come on <laughs> I like <laughs> camera work was so annoying. They weren't actually showing what happened. It was like they were making it seem like they were like, oh, camera's going everywhere. We can't like get it focused. That I hate it when they do that. Like, I know footage of what actually happened. You had one job, cameraman. Yeah. And women. Because T headbutted him, right? Yeah. Uh, Headbutts people. That's amazing. That it's a it's a good move for someone. I mean. Clearly, Austin is physically dominating the space over JT. So, you know, headbutt is the way to go, I think. Yeah, I made uh, my husband watch it. What did he say? 
He's like, that little guy's going to get fucked up if they fight. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think production doesn't usually like allow shit like that to happen, except for when Jax ran out, like ripping his cute little sweater off and beating <laughs> yeah. the shit out of Saucy's new man. Frank or whoever it was. Oh my god, yeah, in the parking lot at like a taco situation. It was also like a long time ago, but I feel like these days they gotta like step in. It's just too much of a liability. Oh yeah. And Bethany Frankel comes calling, you got abused on camera. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been victimized by Bravo? Would you like to be on the podcast? <laughs> oh my god. Wait, she's gonna be one of those ads that run on TV. They're like, have you been exposed to asbestos call this number and get a set it, yeah, it's not mesothemioma anymore it's bravo productions <laughs> yeah bravo, bravo ptsd has bravo forced you to drink too much are you on pause <laughs> <laughs> did you get put on pause were you not allowed to see your grandma when she was dying even though they said you could but you didn't go anyway because you just assumed that they wouldn't let you or like it oh you damn your yeah. leg <laughs> yeah oh my god anyway Whitney's new man pad is like amazing. He did yeah. an amazing job with it. I love that place. I love the bar area. Me too. I found it, it sad when Patricia was talking about how like she wish- wishes because he's an only child and doesn't have any cousins. So like she wishes he would start a family so that he would have more family. Look, I know people hate it when you speculate about someone's sexual orientation because really it's none of our business, but Mm -hmm. he did say to Austin, calm down, baby, or something like that, and got real close, and that was a little awkward, I noticed. And then also he giggled about um, Taylor's nudie photo that she sent. I think most guys would have just been like, hell yeah. He's not interested in getting in a relationship or having kids. I think Patricia might be a little blind to what's happening, but- can you guys imagine Whitney as a dad? I can't I can't see that. He almost seems like asexual to me. I don't know. Yeah. Like yeah, and it could be that too. Right. And maybe he was just being sort of like fatherly to Austin. I don't know. But he did defend Austin at that dinner too. Yeah, he did. When they're like, you're really going hard for him. Yeah. Just the baby part, which, you know what? If Whitney's gay, good for him. If he's asexual, good for him. If he's super into the ladies, but just hasn't found the one yet. Good Good for for him. him. (laughs) You do you, Whitney. Made me wonder, you know. I mean, he's like in his 50s. He's not having kids, Patricia. I know. He's not. I want to say that I think. I think it would be irresponsible for him to have kids. Like a 30-year-old having an 80-year-old father. I want to say that Whitney is the same age as someone on Beverly Hills. Oh, Sutton. Sutton and Whitney are the same age. Oh, sweet Jesus. I'm sorry. What? I just saw something that Whitney's like 56. Is Sutton 56? I think so, yeah. Holy shit. I would have guessed like maybe 50 for Sutton. Whitney, I just feel like. Kyle's like 55. How about Ramona being 67? I know everybody hates her, but she looks damn good. I want to look exactly like that when I'm 67. So Whitney's older than Sutton. I don't know how old. Okay, it says Sutton. Sutton went to Converse University. What is that? Where is that? Never heard of that. Is that where you like learn about shoes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's in Spartanburg, These are South high Carolina. Tops. I've just never heard of it. It must be small. <laughs> Whitney is 55, you guys. He was born on June 2nd, 1968. Oh, 68. Okay, yeah. He's a Gemini. That explains it all. It does. Oh, he was yeah. born in Washington, D.C. That explains a lot, too. <laughs> 
Does it? <laughs> it, it ex- there's a lot of um, selfish people in DC, and I could see where he may have gotten that trait. It didn't seem like he stayed in one area. Like, wasn't his... I, I would have to go through and look at Patricia's lineup of husbands. She's got a, her own Wikipedia, you guys. Okay, so wait, her first spouse, L. Hayes Smith, she was married from 1962 to 1969, so that's got to be Whitney's dad. Then mm-hmm. she was married mm-hmm. to Edward Stitt Fleming from 1989, divorced 1995. Then she married Arthur Atchell, which I think is her last name now, in oh, 1996. Yeah, that is. And then he died in 2002. I did love when Patricia was like, I get married after a month or two. What's the problem? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But that was hilarious. Good for her. Yeah, good for her. I want to know how she's meeting these men and where can I meet these men? I I think she's a a socialite. She's a socialite, basically. I think they have, you know, cotillion balls. They're always trying to match make the rich. So (sighs) I'm never going to make it. They don't co-mingle with the pores. Sorry. No, not at all. Well, I'm screwed. <laughs> all right. Should we move on to Southern hospitality? Sure. Okay. I mean, this was sort of like, a, I mean, especially this episode next to Salt Lake City. It was like, want, want. But it's still, you know, it was still a relatively good episode. Bravo just set the bar high. I Were you guys surprised that this boyfriend of grace Lily's is starting to be psycho for some reason i was surprised i was surprised too i mean he was like rowing her across a pond and talking to the mom it seemed like they had a pretty stable relationship but i guess not like how insecure wait she can't change her past like move on dude you either stick with her or don't but you can't come after a person like grace Lily to expect them to be some sort of a saint she like admits to being a hoe basically all the time have you guys ever had a boyfriend that was like post me on your account he was what like i asked have you ever had a boyfriend who has asked to be posted on your instagram like with her you have well oh you mean like my last ex was like you haven't posted us us?" and i was like well i'm not gonna do this first like so he i made him do it before i would even do it i love that good Good girl. Good girl. Oh, total red flag now looking back. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I should have walked away from you. But like, yeah, no, I was like, I'm not putting you up first. <laughs> because that's, yeah, exactly. Because that's like a marking of territory. Do you know how many other men I have on that Instagram? I don't need them seeing this and shooting my shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's why I wanted you to. <laughs> maybe uh, he had, maybe he was onto something. I Who got knows? some bench. I, I'm not trying to clear it right now. <laughs> it's just such a control tactic obviously i think she's a little t- not the swiftest of minds to understand that maybe grace lily he was cosplaying the notebook when he was like rowing her and just i don't know i just i don't like his vibe i liked his vibe until we heard that he's been going through her phone and stuff I feel like that's absolutely inappropriate. Yeah. If you don't trust somebody, then fucking leave. Don't even try to, like, look through the phone. You're not going to find anything you want. You're just going to find more shit you do not want to see. Exactly. Well, and even if you're not, like, if you have to question it, I mean, just move it along, buddy. You should work on yourself before you're in a relationship with anybody. 
Mm-hmm. And then maybe pick someone. I mean, if you have to go through somebody's phone to trust them, yeah, not, that, they're not that's the one. Problem number one. Can I just say that I love Lucia and Bradley together? I think they make a really cute couple. I agree. Yeah, I don't like Bradley. Sorry. <laughs> he is a little like snake. He's a s- little snakey. And it, it annoyed the shit out of me. When it, who was he talking to? Emmy at work. She was clearly in a bad mood, and he's like, "Come yeah. on, smile, smile." Yeah. Like girls. Yeah. Girls don't like it when men tell us to smile. I'll smile when I feel like it, bro. Alex hates that. (laughs) If you are not paying my bills, do not tell me to smile. Do not come up to me in the grocery store asking me to smile. Don't just don't do it. Right? Like she's not put on this earth to keep Bradley from feeling uncomfortable when she's in a bad mood. Like get the fuck out of here. Right? Why why doesn't he smile? Give me five bucks. I will smile at you for some money. Yeah, there you go. This whole drama with Maddie not telling Emmy the right dress to wear was so dumb. I mean, also, Maddie, this is like the downfall of Maddie, basically, where she couldn't even, like, apologize for that or own up to it. That was weird. Yeah, why did she – why didn't she own up to it with Leva? That's, like, a simple, honest mistake. It's not that big of a deal, but it's, like, fucked up to be like, oh, she wore the wrong color. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, right. I've never worked in, have either of you guys worked in a club like that? I worked at like a gay bar for a hot minute. Yeah. Did you have different dresses? Like, were there different dresses that you had to rotate through? (laughs) No. No, we just, we had to wear like a specific thing, but you had to wear it all the time. Oh yeah. That's interesting. I've only ever been a hostess at a restaurant. Good times. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) So did you guys notice Landon from Southern Charm and JT? Yes. Yes. That was crazy. Holy shit. Oh, and Taylor. Taylor was on for a second, right? Oh, yeah. I forgot about her. I'm mentally blocking her out these days. I know. <laughs> she's, asking about, she's asking about Day Chaser. Of course she is. I didn't know she's still with that stupid ass company. We are a lover boy company here. We will not cross over to Day Chaser at all. So I guess the main drama of this episode was basically Mia exploring trying to get emmy to see the light of i don't know what to believe honestly with will kissing a girl or not i mean i think men are pieces of shit so i'm gonna say yes well which one of you brought it up like maybe they did go to the bathroom together but maybe they were doing coke in the bathroom i texted that like you know they were what's the code word for cocaine (laughs) oh we were refreshing in the bathroom yeah (laughs) she should have said were you guys doing coke in the bathroom? Were you guys eating pasta? Were you guys eating pasta in the bathroom? Oh, yeah. The pasta. Were there two of you in one stall bent over? <laughs> See? Oh, my God. I don't understand the why do people do coke on toilet seats? That seems Ugh, wild to me. Don't. That seems so disgusting. Like, what? I, I don't even want to puke in the toilet. Right, but how did that thing get started in culture? Like doing coke on a toilet seat? Gotta be the 80s. They were doing real weird shit in the 80s. But why the toilet seat? Is that just because it's a private place to do it if you're like at a club? But if you think about it, you gotta bend down. The toilet seat or the back of the toilet? No, I thought it was the toilet seat. I'm gonna puke. I think it's a toilet seat that the the lure of doing cocaine. Like what? That was a gentleman's manicure. I'm not understanding how all oh, of this led. <laughs> now we're we're doing it off the toilet seats like uncivilized people. I feel like it's a little bit more normalized now, even though it's still illegal. But that people will like. I I want to know how that originated. It must be that like it was 
getting cracked down on in clubs and people were doing it in the privacy of their toilet. <laughs> I mean, I've had in a stall. clubs where like they, they'll bang on the door if you're in there too long or like if your feet, like if yeah. your feet are facing the other way, they're going to think you're throwing up. So why would you be <laughs> going and yeah. when shit off the toilet seat? <laughs> I, I'm going to be looking this up today where Coke off of a toilet seat started because I'm very interested now. Sounds like you're going to have a productive day. Yeah, I am. This is our history lesson. We're we're informing the masses. I just Googled doing coke off a toilet seat. And the first result is help is available. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, the National Helpline. Call the National Helpline. Maybe they can help us figure out the answer. Do you know how this started? (laughs) Have you guys heard of Quora? This is like, it's a site where people just answer questions. Oh, yes. The key, it's Q-U or Q-U-O-R-A. Q-U-O-R-A. Okay, I'm on that. Why do people snort cocaine off of odd places like toilet seats, guitars, bodies, etc.? Okay, so many answered. Yeah, I've never heard of a guitar snoring. Never either. heard of a guitar. Who's got a spare guitar when they're out at the club? Okay, so this is what someone answered cocaine is very quote-unquote image when i was attending university people who did cocaine would ask if they could do lines off of my electric guitar because of how very rock and roll it was you have to snort cocaine off of things that's why people have little mirrors in their cocaine kits and when people refer to doing a bump of cocaine they mean a tiny clump off of their finger <laughs> oh my god oh my god um where do, you, where do you order a Coke kit? Like from Amazon or something? <laughs> you can even do it. What is it? It's the space in between like your your wrist and your your thumb or something. There's a divot. What are these people doing? We're not endorsing cocaine. No, we are not we at not all. have our podcast taken I've watched down a lot of movies. <laughs> That's how I know these things. <laughs> say nope to dope, kids. Just don't. Just say no. Dare. Oh, and I won the dare award. I will oh, hell you. yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that it's just the <laughs> award that a uh, boy and a girl wins at the end of their fifth grade year or because that was when dare was introduced and went up and got a medal so i best represent the culture of just say no no wonder you don't know the origins of the story <laughs> exactly <Yeah. laughs> no wonder why you don't get it come on now no wonder why <laughs> they're letting me know help is available yeah exactly they, they never saw it coming with you, Liz. They never saw it I coming. I know. Okay. I know. But also, I really appreciated Dare for teaching me all about drugs. Yeah, exactly. It was informative. Yeah. Didn't know a thing about it before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also funny about that is that I won, like, we had one officer who came in to do the dare i think it was weekly maybe to do dare maybe it was monthly i don't remember and then i won the dare award and he was the one awarding it to me and then when i turned 16 my first ticket for not signaling while i changed lanes was from that same officer (laughs) did you tell him no i don't think i told him i think i was too like embarrassed or like shocked to be getting pulled over for not change for not signaling i'm low-key mad you didn't have the metal hanging from your rearview mirror I still have the medal. You got to put it up on your rearview mirror next time they pull you over. Be like, sir, I'm part of Dare. <laughs> well, I'm not in that part of the city anymore. So he's most likely also retired. But but yeah, you're right. I should. That's a signal that I'm a good girl. <laughs> exactly. You didn't mean to. It was an accident. I know. I was like in the car with a bunch of loud friends who were like playing music and being rowdy. 
So that was probably the real reason why I was pulled over. So, okay. Did you guys see that James Kennedy is on the next episode of Southern Hospitality? Yes, because Maddie is going to DJ for him, right? That's so fun. Open for him. I cannot wait. It's amazing. I'm so excited. I love that. This is the crossover I needed. I love that for her, like, DJ James Kennedy is, like, the big leagues. That's so cute. I want to see him, like, pop off on someone on Southern Hospitality. They need, like, a... They need James Kennedy energy in there. They're not ready for James Kennedy energy. Right. They they couldn't handle it, but they might I learn something. Yeah. It's incredible. Like how to take your pasta into the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And not get caught with a chick. Why didn't you leave it in the stall either? I have a lot of questions about this. I like how we just collectively decided that's what it is. <laughs> We're just telling everyone this is what it is now. Okay. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Please catch us next week as we are going to discuss Roni Legacy, um, the rest of those episodes. And then we'll be back with the amazing part one of Salt Lake City finale and also Southern Charm finale, Beverly Hills, Miami, and Southern hospitality thank you guys so much for listening bye bye